Bro, some news. What you got, man? Uh, the hierarchy in the DC universe mm. is over, man. Just mm. not good. <laughs> we have yet to see if it's really good or bad. It's not good, Javi. I don't care. I, I mean, <clears throat> I know that parts right now are terrible. It's just my, my soul right is now, hurting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Understandable. Very much so. Like... Black Adam gave me so much hope for the future. Not for Black Adam, but, <laughs> but for, you know, Henry Cable's main Men of Steel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. That was huge. Yeah. So I gave it another bucket because of that. <laughs> that bucket's gone. We need to go back go, and edit. I gotta go back and edit that pod. <laughs> we, we record a new one, and I just put it in its place for that one. <laughs> That's, we were or bound to win a Webby Award because of that pod. <laughs> we're just attaching an addendum video to the end of it. <laughs> now we're not. Because of this, we got to go back and fix it. You're, you're right. Yeah. We got to edit the edit, damn it. Dude, so like James Gunn and Peter Safran, they are the head of uh, the DC Universe. Yes. Now. Um, I mean, we have James Gunn. I'm, and Yes. But at the same time, you now do not have Henry Cavill. Which is like... That who, perfect chin, man. That who, perfect chin is not going to be in a movie. Exactly. Superman movie. Like, what are you going to do? Get Tom Holland to play Superman now or something? <laughs> what are you going to do? They have, they have technology. They do. <laughs> They'll just take Henry Cavill's body from the early ones and CGI Tom's head on it. Oh, my gosh, ah. man. <laughs> I'm sad, dude. Just a sad. <laughs> it's been a sad week, man. I just I woke up with that news and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, not good." Cheers. And then Gal Gadot out as well, gone. So I get it. You're right. You're right. So like, I get it, man. We have this Aquaman movie that's going to come out. Yeah. But that's Aquaman's gone as well. And that's going to be it after that. But not Jason Momoa, but Aquaman. I think Jason Momoa is going to a different role. In somewhere. Oh, I did not know about that. But, you know, my my sources are. are, Hey, man. He has. They are what they are. He has a lot of connects in Burbank, okay? (laughs) He's a rock star, okay? So he's Warner Brothers Studios, Warner Brothers Records. You know what I mean? No limit records. He just knows them all. You know what I mean? Um, No, man. But so we have these two guys coming in, and I get it. You want to kind of blow up everything that uh, Zack Snyder kind of built, right, in that kind of world. Jeff Johns and Zack Snyder kind of built. I get so, it. So that's what you're thinking. It's like, let's cut this clean cut. Yeah. Clean cut. And, yeah. Because there's mean, a big fandom there they're, for that. They're, they're huge, man. I mean, you know, people like. all bullies. You know, people <laughs> wanted um, Ang Lee's, uh, the guy who played the Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. in, um Ed Norton before that in the Hulk 2003 movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody was like, yo, he should just play the Hulk. But they were like, no. So, like, I, I get it, right? So, there's going to be these people who are just like, I want this person, yeah, you know? Yeah. Even with um, Christian Bale, like, he needs to be Batman. I get it. But you sh- you needed, like, a stability. You yeah. need somebody stable, some stability stabilizer and that should have been 
Henry Cable Superman and yeah. build around him. Yeah, that's he my has, thought. Yeah, and then you get into like now we're gonna have to like the John Cena as Superman. So the, awesome. the different types of Batmans as well. It's wild. Everybody's kind of has their own Iteration, spot, right? Yeah. And then you got the Supermans that are doing the same, but the Superman's been spread out a lot more than the Batmans. The Batmans are just pumping out, pumping out, pumping out. Uh, so I think Henry still has a lot left in his career if he was going to have one as Superman. Yeah. And then, like, with the Batmans, I mean, a lot of them kind of ran their, you know, three or four movies, solo movies, you know, like uh, with, like, Christian Bale. I mean, he had his solo movies. He would still have some time to weave in and out of everything, but how many solo movies can you have? Ben Affleck was the only Batman to not have his own solo movie. Adam West has had a movie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... Hey, he fought a shark. Yeah, you know, yeah. the everybody, the the United Nations Nations uh, leaders got turned yeah. to like sand. <laughs> was, the the sixties yeah. were a wild time, crazy, man. Okay, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. A lot of LSD, but still, uh, um, I don't, I I get that they want to blow it up, but at the same exact time, man, it makes me sad because they he could have been the stabilizer. I'll agree, and I just like. As a big Superman fan, like, you know, fan of that, you know, the House of L, what are they going to do? Where are they going to go yeah. with this? Like, he's, like, James Gunn is writing the next Superman movie. Who are you going to get with, with like, an amazing chin? I saw, I saw a meme. Pectorals. Wasn't it really a meme? It was a video clip where it was like, uh, the next Superman's going to be, they say Jonah Hill. And then, and then Mark Wahlberg is like, what's that? <laughs> I don't know what it's, what it's from, but I saw that clip and it was fantastic. But, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Hill. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it was John Cena. Who knows? Nope. Who knows? Big boy. But you know the funny thing, man? So we, we had Peacemaker. I was going to say, it can't be John Cena. It's Peacemaker. We, we have, exactly. But like, the funny thing That's, is, like, right, we have Peacemaker. Yeah. But... You know, at the end of it, we had the Justice League kind of show up, right? At, at the end, is that, is that a good quarter water? Hitting, hitting nice, good. Nice, nice, nice. Good budget. ration. Good ration. We had, to, we had to budget this week for the pod, so uh, funds are low, guys. So office waters. Start uh, cash apping us. We have, a, <laughs> we have a cash app, guys. You can just uh, go fund me or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We got to get better water. Um <laughs> Water fund is kind of low. Anyway, um, you know, they all showed up at the end of Peacemaker. Yeah. But I think the only person that was in frame was what? Aquaman? And Barry. And, and Flash, yeah. yeah. But everybody else was kind of like shadowed out and everything, right? Yeah, so exactly. They, like, like was this kind of foreshadowing James Gunn? Like, you knew this was happening? Like, what the hell? I don't know. I just want to see Henry Cable and everything, okay? Is that yeah, so no. hard to ask for? He's got some other things in the works. He does, man. Um, He's got some uh, Amazon Prime stuff going on right War, now. Warhammer uh, seventy two hundred or something yeah, like that. I don't know what it is. Some some really high number. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm I'm pissed we'll off we'll about see. that, we'll but dude, real, real real quick. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I watched two documentaries this past week. Oh. Okay. okay. I watched. 
the Nancy Pelosi doc, the documentary about the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and you know how it's her like rise the being the most powerful woman in in D.C. for like four okay. years, right? And she just gave up um, her speak her leadership, right? She's still in the House, but so that was a great doc. It took us through the Affordable Care Act, and it took us through the January sixth crazy crap from twenty twenty one, right? Right. So that was really eye-popping and see how she handled both of those instances, man, and saw that she's a great leader in her own respect. Love her, hate her, whatever, like, she definitely knows what the hell she's doing. <laughs> the other one I watched was Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Netflix. Okay. Highly recommend <laughs> you all do not watch this shitty <laughs> freaking documentary, okay? That- that took a turn I did not expect. It is four <laughs> episodes of nothingness, yeah. okay? Let me spoil it for everybody, okay? If you don't want to hear the end of this pod, fast forward like 20 seconds, okay? <laughs> he doesn't get the damn jet. Basically, it is a a whole documentary about the Pepsi points back in the 90s and how yeah. you can like get stuff, turn turn the points into getting stuff. And the, the commercial was the kid with the jet, and it lands. Mm-hmm. But the commercial has like... Carrier Jet, 70,000 points or 7 million points or whatever. But there's no disclaimer like we're just messing. This is a joke for the jet and everything, right? So this kid sets off, gets all these points to get the jet. And then like spends four episodes of a pot of a, a documentary basically talking about how he's trying to get his jet. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to sue Pepsi just to not get the damn jet from, from Pepsi. Like, just a, a complete waste, waste of time, man. <laughs> just a complete waste of time. So, it was a waste of time because of the whole thing or because it was four episodes long? It could have been like... It really could have like been. It could about 15 minutes. Yeah, I was literally about to say 20, but yeah, 15 is so, even better. So, you'd been at the end, you'd been like, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks for you, buddy. Drive, right? Exactly. We won't be talking about but it. But I spent now. two hours. Wow. These things were like 30, 45 minutes each, man. These episodes. And, you know, they wow. try to, like, tell you at the end, like, oh, yeah, we got Michael Ovenotti on our team. Like, I, I don't, it just was horrible. Yeah. It just was horrible. And, like, he's just like a dad now. Like, he doesn't, he has no no jet. No, just regular guy. No just jet. regular guy so, with kids and, you know, dog and stuff. So. A little check from Netflix now. Sure. I don't know. Worst documentary know what, ever. what they do there, but. I am going to check out the Richard Branson doc next, though. Mm. I will let you guys know how that is. I uh, watched a Christmas movie over the weekend. Oh. Uh, it was a 2017 Netflix release, uh, El Camino Christmas. I'm sorry, what? It was called El Camino <clears throat> Christmas, which uh, the El Camino is a town, it's the name of a town. It's also a vehicle. It is, and that is, you're right. Because Netflix dropped a movie called El Camino, a Breaking Bad story with, sorry, yes. with Aaron Paul. That's why I was like, what? It was a Christmas so, version? So this is uh, Luke Grimes, Tim Allen, uh, Vincent Nafrio, Dak oh. Shepard, Kirkwood oh, wow. Smith, uh, Emilio Rivera, uh, Jessica Alba is in this one as well. What? Uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, it's like a criminal movie. Uh, a little bit of hostage situation, things, a little sh- shootout. Uh, it was all right. All right. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, I would probably give it a four out of five buckets of popcorn, sir. Pretty good. Nice. I really enjoyed it. And it was, it popped up on the spotlight of Netflix and Dax Shepard's face was just like right on the screen. I was like, got to watch it. 
I gotta check it out. Another man. cop movie. He's a he's a sheriff, a deputy sheriff in this one. I do uh, not remember this movie, man. I gotta check it out. Yeah, it was a good time. All right, go ahead and jot that down <laughs> right now, man. All right, El Camino Christmas. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we hop into the pod here, I just want to let you know that um, uh, Javi's band Fifty mm. Flies had a dope ass show <laughs> on Saturday night. If you were not in Gastonia at the Rooster, rocking it out with Fifty Flies, you definitely missed it, man. These guys tore the roof off that switch. And uh, for, for the kids, though, for yeah, the kids, yeah, yeah another uh, toys benefit. Um, we had a big collection of toys, uh, you know, a lot of donation money, all that good stuff. I uh, gave away a lot of things, uh, had some Chris, uh, Christmas sweater contests, things like that. Uh, it was a great time. I'll put some pictures of the toys and such up, like right here, and I'll put some pictures I'll of Bobby right up. Right here. I'll probably put those up. I can't point to that camera. Yeah, I'm just, just going to send them right to him, here. and he's going to do it. I don't know how technology works, yeah, yeah. guys. I just got this nice MacBook. I don't know what I'm doing with it. Right? <laughs> it's got a whole touch bar and stuff. It's wild. Yeah. But, yes, it was a great time. Great calls. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for 65, Oppenheimer, in our Movie of the Week, Friday After Next. Alright team. We're going to check out 65 and Oppenheimer on our YouTube page. Check out the full reactions there, guys. You get to see our faces. We're going to see the Christopher Nolan awesomeness, right? Right. Check us out, guys. Uh, there's links probably in our link tree or something. Yes, link tree, yes. We, yes, that's yeah. probably the easiest way. Yeah. I, can, I have the technology to put pictures up, but not links. I don't. Okay. I haven't. We're getting there, we guys, got to, right? Yeah. We got to get... We got to get full uh, bottles of water first, all right? That's the first <laughs> yeah, that's thing on the priority. budget. <laughs> <laughs> all right, team. We got 65. It's an astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet, only discover he's not alone. This stars the uh, very uh, sexy Adam Driver. <laughs> Talk to me, brother. What are your thoughts? Oh, I think we both probably got a little Jurassic Park feel there. Yeah, of course. Anything dinosaurs uh, is Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Well, you got the reveal of the T-Rex in the waterfall thing. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, his weapon looked pretty awesome. Like, the, the kind of the tech, the way things look in there was pretty cool. Uh, but it's from Sam Raimi, so it's going to be a little, little dark. Oh, yeah. A little dark and gloomy. Uh. I mean, so far, I mean, from this trailer, I'm someone definitely going to check out, man. Oh, yeah. This is something I'm definitely going to, like, go. We're going to go to the theater, and it, we're going to bug out, man, you know? It's yeah, something yeah. that we're just going to be like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is the, the <laughs> next, like, great sci-fi I, movies, we right? We don't know 
Yeah, it might be. I think we're just going to bug out, man. (laughs) Like, I I love Sam Raimi, and I love all of his movies, right? But, like, the outside of, like, big tentpole franchise movies, Mm -hmm. he does, like, these one-off movies where, like, you're supposed to bug out. You're supposed to just kind of laugh, get scared, have a good time, right? Like, Drag Me to Hell. I don't know if you went to go see that with us, man. Like, when it first – long time ago, long time ago. Yeah, I don't think so that. It was, like – in the middle of, I think it was like right after Spider-Man 2. Mm. Something like, right. like that. Um, I could be mi- misquoting, but I apologize. But it's a S- Sam Raimi flick. And your whole thing is like, it's scary. It's a little creepy. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. And you're supposed to go to the theater and bug out and have right. a good time, man. That's what Sam Raimi does best. This is going to be one of those type of flicks, man. Yeah. We're like, all right, we see. Like, how are you going to beat it all, the whole entire, like, Dinosaur Kingdom. There's a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot going on. And you yeah. got your little pellet gun. I don't know what it's even shooting, man. I don't know. But shooting little popcorn BBs or something? I don't know. It looks like he's putting in work, though, having a driver here. I mean, I. but did he take anything down? You know, or did he I just mean, scare it? I or did it just piss him know. off? I have so many <laughs> questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. Yes, definitely a lot of questions. Um, and no answers. No, no answers, answers at all. Man. Guys, we're going to throw 65 on our social media accounts. Um, let us know what you think. Yeah. Are you excited to see uh, sexy Adam Driver back in a sci-fi vehicle? I am. Um, I definitely am. You know, with the with the, the long hair and the beard <laughs> and, you know, protecting this, this young girl, guys. So, with those up there, let us know your thoughts. All right, team. We got Oppenheimer. This is the story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. Guys, this is uh, Christopher Nolan. He's back. Uh, written and directed by him. Uh, he hasn't dropped a movie since 2020's Tenet. And this is his next fure into film. Yeah, This is actually his first film outside of Warner Brothers and... Over like two decades, guys. Wow. He's set up at uh, Universal now. So, JV, talk to me, man. Uh, like we said, man, one of those things that. Why? I mean, we we know we know why, but we we, we know, know why, why because we know the history. But at the time, like, come on, man. do you feel any? <laughs> Like I'm just I'm just excited because like what Christopher Nolan does well right he does these like melancholy type dramatic where you really feel the main character and what they're going through mm-hmm. and or he's going through some shit so like yeah. what's the driving force behind like Oppenheimer and obviously it's not going to be a complete telling of his thoughts and ideas it's going to be for the dramatic effect because that's what yeah. Christopher Nolan does well but like. What's what's the I want to know what's his driving force? It looks like he just wants to push a damn button to me. Like through this trailer, we just well, got we just got to let him know. Build we build weapons for a certain reason, right? To be the person with the bigger weapons. Yes, that's what this was. You know, it was a weapon of mass destruction. Wild. That's all it was for, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no good reason. To, to have something like this, the reason to have it is to have it. Yeah. To show it's that just, I mean, he said our it, sticks are bigger than, yeah. than, than your sticks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm, 
interested in in the story just because it's something I've never really dove into. Yeah, and I hope he does a good job of really portraying some some good facts uh, alongside this story. That you know, it is a story of a man, but the process of this bomb and and getting it to where it was be pretty cool to see. Some. That's going to be the exciting part, right? Yeah, kind of yeah. seeing. Are we going to be taken? Are we going to be in regular Christopher Nolan fashion, where like he takes us, um, you know, back and forth yeah. through this man's like journey through this explosion right. happening and stuff, and what's going? to Are we going to get it straight through? And w- what the viewpoint is? Yeah, like, like is it the viewpoint of like uh, his kind of thoughts on it? Right? What's yeah. It, what's his? That, that's exactly what what's I'm asking. His process yeah. to get here. Or is it a view of kind of a political thing? Or in our, are we are we viewing Oppenheimer as like this protagonist, like he's a good guy in this, yeah. or reviewing him just as a man who's as, as a neutral guy, kind of right? Like, there's so many questions, yeah. man. Cillian Murphy, um, one, I love to see that he, he's starring in a movie, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you got he's, you you know what I mean? he's yeah. been he's been Christopher Nolan's guy for for a while, but he's always been like a a background character yeah. or a side character or whatever, or like the villain or something like I, him as the, the, the lead here is very, very yeah. cool, man. This and cast of characters, man, I just got to rattle I'm, this off. Here. I'm looking at it right now. Cillian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, RDJ, Florence yeah. Pugh, David Crumholz, Gary Oldman, Kenneth Bragna, James Remar, Jack Quaid, Rami Malek, um, David Dashmalin, Josh Hartnett. Dude, this thing Come goes on, on for Casey days. Casey Affleck, <laughs> Olivia Thurby. It doesn't stop, man. Like, yo, we got everybody in this movie. Yes. Um, this is going to be dope, man. This is going to be the, the biggest July movie that we've had in a while, man. Um, and I think this is going to be Christopher Nolan trying to get back to what he does well and just telling great stories. Yeah, man. This is ridiculous. Super dude. excited about this. This cash is ridiculous. Uh, going to throw this on our socials. Uh, let us know your thoughts, guys. I know this is the first trailer yeah. for Up and Out. We're probably going to get one more before it drops. And, yeah, Cillian Murphy, Murphy looks like a man who is mm. uh, destined to make history, good or bad. He also does a good job of the visual of, like, some guy who's really under some stress. Yeah, and I want to know, like, where that stress is coming from. Like, is yeah. he being, sh- is like, because I, I don't know Oppenheimer's story. And I really right. don't. I know the Manhattan Project and stuff like that, you know, l- l- little bits. But, like, is he under the gun to do, like, it's just, I have so many questions. Yeah. And I just hope everything gets resolved. But I know in Christopher Nolan fashion, I'm going to have more questions at the end <laughs> than not, right? Like, I still have questions about Inception and Tenet. So, yeah, you know, yeah. like, we, need to, we need to get him on the phone. <laughs> See what's going on. Yeah, man. Get your connects. Oh, he's not at yeah. Warner Brothers anymore. So mm, ah. that's a problem. We're throwing us on our socials, guys. Let us know your thoughts. All right, team. So we're going to jump into our movie of the week here. Right. We got Friday After Next. Hmm. Uh, this bad boy dropped in 2002, guys. If you had not noticed, we're still on our Christmas adjacent movies. Oh, yeah. Um, in 2002, guys, some other notable flicks that dropped that year is The Master of Disguise, <laughs> Mr. Deeds, so good. Orange good. County, love that movie, uh, Signs, mm. Panic Room, Narc, Gangs of New York, 
Blue Crush. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm, good one. In the movie that made Va- Van Wilder, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, a household <laughs> name, Van Wilder, guys. Yeah. It's just so it's such a good so movie, good. man. <laughs> All right, guys. So Friday After Next is directed by uh, Marcus Raboy and written by uh, the man, the myth, the living legend himself. Yeah, yeah, Ice Cube. Right. We had a $10 million budget and brought $33.5 million at the box office. I'm going to cut this cast down a little bit. Um, starting this one, we had Ice Cube as Craig Jones, Mike Epps as Day Day Jones, John Witherspoon as Willie Jones, Don Curry as Elroy Jones, uh, Anna Horsford as Betty Jones, Terry Crews as Damon Purley, Cat Williams as Money Mike, and then we have uh, Ricky Smiley as the Robbing Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. All right, man. So, like you so eloquently do every yeah, week, man. brother, we appreciate it from you. Go ahead and uh, give us that rundown of what this movie is about, that quick synopsis. So we have two roommate cousins. Uh, they find themselves getting robbed by Santa Claus. Is it the real Santa? We don't know exactly. We don't know if we find out. You know, I don't know who Santa Claus <laughs> is personally. Um, one of the items that gets stolen is a speaker that has their rent money. So through this uh, film, we meet a lot of the family we go on a bunch of small adventures, but we ultimately end up back at their apartment for a wild party with the cover charge so that they can pay their rent this month. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's start up top, man. We have um, Ice Cube is Craig Jones, man. He's a slacker and uh, one half of the security guard yeah. team at this mini mart, right? Top flight. top flight security. Top flight security, man. And, <laughs> you know, uh, Craig has been the protagonist through uh, these three movies now. In this one, man, he's back in the hood, yeah, and just trying to make it through Christmas, man. That's it, yeah, yeah. That's no more, it, uh, man. This the, you know what I love Joku about Kamunga. these. <laughs> ain't there no more. He ain't there no more, man. No more uh, garages and yeah. stuff, you know. <laughs> you, the one thing I love about these Friday movies, man, is that it literally is just a day in the life, yeah, in the hood or wherever we are, right? Like that's. That so it's poignant. The scripts are like really tight yeah. as far as what they're trying to portray, man. And you don't, you know, Craig, mm-hmm. but like this is a different, more mature Craig, right? He's not quick to trying to fight or anything. Yeah. He knows he's a little older. Um, I, I, I like the mature. I like the maturation of for this being a Friday series movie. Yeah. I like the maturation <laughs> of Ice Cube's character, man. Yeah. I know he's the the, the writer. But that was really dope, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, like, we're, we're obviously in another scenario. We're not at the big house where uh, his uncle won all the month, the, the lottery money. Yeah. So and it, it kind of says that in the movie, too, right? He's like, you know, anybody else would still be living in their big house partying. And he's like, but no, you ain't got no money. You're not living here. <laughs> Running a barbecue joint. So I like those little nods to kind of fill in a blank really quick. Oh, yeah. Like, why are we here? Yeah. Uh, As far as Ice Cube doing that uh, and his character, I mean, through all three movies, just so funny. Yeah, man. Such a funny dude. Just such a great, (laughs) just a great uh, line dropper through the movie. He's got some good lines everywhere. Clean with it, too, man. (laughs) Uh, I like it because he is... 
you know, in a situation now where he gets robbed Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. And he has to figure out a plan on how to make the rent money. Like that, that's where we are, right? That's where <laughs> that's we are. We need to be. Um, I got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they have the security job. <laughs> He's trying to make a buck here, buck there, do that, whatever. Yeah. But we have his amazing pothead cousin, mm. Day Day, along for the ride. And who has not changed. Who has not changed. Not <laughs> From, changed at all. Not Still got that, still got that yeah. little BMW, right? I forgot to mention Chico as well. He's in this one. Chico the dog <laughs> is still there. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. But Day-Day still just wants to get high. Still yep. just wants to uh, chase girls. Uh, still wants to cuss everybody out, right? <laughs> um, still wants to make money, but doing it in the most lazy way possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my favorite character in the movie, though. Yeah, I love... I mean, Mike Epps in this movie, man. Because <laughs> he's just the don't don't care about nothing attitude, right? Exactly. He's just wild the entire time, yeah. man. Uh, and just the one who gets them into all, like, bro, why you leave that damn security post, man? Every time? Every time. He told you to sit your butt. <laughs> Every time. Oh, uh, dude, just good times with these characters, man. And these, and these two are our uh, main protagonists, and they kind of take us on this wild ride. Yeah. Yeah, we got John Witherspoon, uh, Willie Jones, father of Craig, uncle of Day Day, who owns the uh, Red Re- restaurant here. Man, he's John Witherspoon's a little older in this movie, a little wiser, and uh, doing you know out of the dog catching business, he now yeah. owns this barbecue joint with his brother. Uh, so I thought that was really cool kind of addition. Like, like you said, kind of putting them in yeah. a different, we're not in the same situation as we were on Friday, yeah. you know, the RIP of John Witherspoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well, way in 2019. One of the greats, man. Yeah. One of the greats there. Uh, yeah. Just, just another character just played so well through all three <laughs> movies. Just, you know, he's just got, he, he's got the, the attitude of like, I'm an in charge father, but I'm also like, I really don't care that much about you. <laughs> yeah, like, you go get the hell out of my house. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like when it comes down to it, he's like, we got to get you out of here, right? Yeah. In, one, in the other movie, you know, we got to get you out of, the, out of this town before you, you know, get get taken out. Uh, but yeah, all three movies, he just was just fantastic, man. Yeah, man. So good, so funny. All right, here. So moving right along, man. Uh, not as big of a role as he was in the second film, yeah. but um, Don Curry as Elroy James, the father of Day Day and the uncle of Craig. Um, he kind of gets. He's kind of get the 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 mule of it. He's kind of <laughs> like the um, the jackass, as they would say, yeah. right? Kind of yeah. gets uh, the best. Everybody kind of picks on him. He yeah. kind of finds himself in situations where he, he shouldn't be, but uh, still fun addition, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, small role. Let's just move in lo- right, right along here, man. Uh, small role is going to be Clifton Powell as Pinky. <laughs> so Pinky was like the greatest addition, like outside of Day Day of next Friday. Right, yeah, yeah. And just, they added him into this third one here just, just for a little bit, man. Yeah, he's just basically at the party, <laughs> he's right? at the party. Yeah. But brought some ladies. Yeah. I mean, always. Oh, always. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Pinky, he going to come correct, man. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, brother. Your boy, uh, Terry Crews, as yeah. 
Damon Purley, man. Talk to me, brother. Terry Crews, man. Whoa. Um, so intimidating. And, and, yeah, and he always has that role, like, um, just a big, swole dude who he just kind of changes his character traits, right? Yeah. So this one, he's out of prison. Uh, got got some little uh, homosexual tendencies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Been locked uh, up for a while, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, I mean, just funny. Yeah. I mean, I can't say a whole lot else. He's just hilarious in his scenes. I mean, that. I mean, I just said basically what his character is portraying, and that's it. And that's it. He's and he's like the muscle for the the landlord yeah, for his mom. Yeah, yeah, the landlord. Yeah, she threatens that he's going to get a hold of them if they don't pay their rent. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he kind of starts off like, you know, we were friends. He went to prison. Yeah. Now he's back, and it's super awkward. It's super awkward, man. And then when we're at the party, he's like, "Why don't you?" Uh, Hook up one of these ladies around here. <laughs> He's like, ah, about my, you know, good. Who, who's that over there though? <laughs> Talking about a uh, Cat Williams. Oh yeah, man, Money Mike, Money Mike. Man, yeah. let's talk about Money Mike real Let's quick, go. man. Uh, Cat Williams plays Money Mike, a pimp who runs a shop <laughs> called Pimps and Hoes. Guys, this movie was 2002, so it was it was a wild time. Yeah. Okay, turn of the century was a wild time here. Um, but you know, Cat Williams was at the height of his comedic career and everything. Yeah. So they had him in this movie and he delivered it, man. He mm-hmm. played this little, the, the, this little guy pimp who kind of took charge and had his own shop mm-hmm. and everything. And he was just fun, man. He was just a funny other character <laughs> that had like these lines, man. I feel like some good ones. I man. feel like, you know, Ice Cube, like. Drew an outline and was like, you know, just filling these yeah. guys. We're oh, just gonna yeah. rattle off some stuff and we're just gonna edit it in the editing room, man. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they did, man. Some stuff hit, some stuff didn't. Yeah. I will, I will say, say, say this here. Um, you know, we talk about timely movies and movies that kind of are like ever, like ever trees or whatever yeah. that like kind of stand the test of time. This is not one of those movies, guys. All right, none of them really are. This is not one of. I said, I said the first one. You have to grow up with it. Yeah, you're not gonna go into it as like a clean soul and be (laughs) be like, yo, this is the funniest movie. Yeah, I think you kind of have to live through it. Like through that time, everything is just you know early two thousands, man. One of my favorite lines that he has is when he's he's like, "Let me check my Palm Pilot," (laughs) and he looks at his hand. Ah. Dude, I've used that line so many times as, as a good uh, icebreaker. It's fire, man. <laughs> Let's see if I can make it on my pop. Oh, boom, done. <laughs> fire, man. Fire. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, kind of the, the antagonist of the film here. We got Ricky Smiley as the <laughs> robber Santa Claus that runs afoul of Craig and Day-Day. Like, this is the same dude who is just stealing things mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end of the movie. Yeah. Gets his comeuppance at the end, which is awesome uh, for everybody. <laughs> but, man, just, just a hood Santa who's just robbing people, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you watched that show Atlanta on FX, but the I'm second not. season of Atlanta was, was around Christmas time, <laughs> oh, and they man. called it Robin season, right? Because that's where everybody <laughs> is like, Stealing from one yeah. another, stealing in each other's vehicles, going into each other's houses and stuff like that, man. That's his hood Santa Claus in this yeah. movie, man. He's just robbing folks, man. It's just like, he's kind of a crackhead Santa. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> just hilarious, man. Yeah. The fights that he gets in. 
just literally beat people with a tree. <laughs> <laughs> they were good, yeah. So good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um the the eye candy of the movie though, guys. We have uh Katie Aubert as Donna is an employee of Money Mike who Craig falls for. You know, Craig has to have him a little tenderoni in every yeah, one of, yeah. the, of these movies. That's another early, that's early 90s, early 2000s yeah. term. Nobody, nobody uses the word tenderoni. I gotta stop watching these movies, oh, man. man. Um, <laughs> but I know it's rough, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm not editing that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tenderonis is in there forever. Actually, that is gonna be the name of our pod this week. Let's go. Tenderoni. Let's go. I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> we, we, we'll Google it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's Katie Herbert as Donna. She's the employee who Craig falls for. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just I just love how, like, Craig always has to have, like, a really, really, like, attractive woman yeah. who's falling for. And, like, who's, like, always way out of his league, too. You got game, you got game, man. You got game, yeah, I mean, man. he says that in... The movies as well. Yes, yes. As long as you guys, if you got game, you're good. If you don't got, got game, you don't got game. Got a couple words, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just, I guess the last person I want to talk about, man, is uh, Maz Jabrani as Molly, the proprietor of the of the donut shop called <laughs> Holy Moon Donuts, man. I mean. He was also their boss, right? Yeah, because he's co- the one. Top who, flight boss? He's the one who hires them yeah. as the security guards. Right. And fires them the same day. How do you get hired and fired on the same yeah. day, Craig? Um, <laughs> you can fire for stealing boxes. Ain't <laughs> trying to build a clubhouse. Oh my god! I use, I use that line a lot. Like whenever I see somebody, uh, like do it. Like when I was working in the field, yeah, they'd be messing with something and be like, "Are you trying to build a clubhouse? What are you all those boxes for?" Oh, man, just good stuff, man. And, like, he was, like, the uh, – he was a very stereotypical, like, Middle Eastern property manager of the shopping center and everything and owned a donut shop. Yeah. Once again, Signs of the Times, 2002. Dude was hilarious yeah. in his role, man, for what Ice Cube wrote, man. So I definitely <laughs> enjoyed that. Anybody else you wanted to rap about before we uh, move forward? Nah, man, that was that was good. There, there was uh, – a lot of good characters that laid over from the other movies, and I'm so glad that they were so good. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, the The main set, though, is this uh, little POS ghetto shopping center, man. Right? Like, it's the day in the life. Yeah. At the shopping center there. And yeah, they were, like, up on the roof at one point. Bro, they, like, they used yeah, yeah. everything, right? <laughs> the back alley to smoke some weed. Yeah. The roof, uh, they were hiding in the back of Pimps and Hoes. Uh, the store, guys, the store. The, the security booth. <laughs> the st- yeah, that's good. They even stopped a they even stopped a robbery man in place. So they used Get some flashlights. They used, they used every inch of, the, of this place, man. But that was cool though. But then yeah. like the the other set, other big set was their apartment, man. I like yeah. how they used that, especially because we saw it how like you know, quiet and quaint it was in the beginning, but then, like, how lit it was at the end. It was, like, yeah. this humongous Christmas party that was going on, man. And what I really enjoyed about it um, is their family was there as well. It wasn't just, just their friends, right? Oh, yeah. It was their family. They were lit. They were getting lit and getting it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that scene and, and seeing all that, man. Um, 
All right, man. So, <clears throat> real quick, we talked about th- yeah. this movie quick, man. It's only an hour and some change. It's not, yeah. not blowing us away or anything, but um, got us a theme. Oh, all right. If you're ready to move forward. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to hear, hear your theme on this one. Yeah, man. It took me uh, all night <laughs> to think about this, man. I was up rattling the old noodle oh, on this, right. man. So a little midnight oil burning or like... 11 o'clock-ish, tw- t- not 10.30-ish. Oh, I'm just making it up right now. I was like, yeah, oh, actually. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, that is a theme of movie in a pod. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. yeah just, whatever just pops in the old yeah, yeah. chrome dome. Um, uh, I think the uh, the theme of this movie, man, is... Uh, Get a better damn security system, bro. <laughs> Get a better damn security system. Put, put some bells or something what on the door. Freaking, you know, a little chime of some sort. Why was Chico more passed out than everybody <laughs> he else? Really was. <laughs> he goes to the damn Chico guard likes dog. To party too, man. He does, man. Yeah. <laughs> damn, Chico. Chico. You know, you're the guard dog, yeah. man. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got, guys, for a thing. I, I had nothing else, man. So Get, get better security. <laughs> All right, team. So uh, that is our quick conversation about uh, 2002's Friday After Next. JV. Sure. I know you've seen this a few dozen times. Dude, so many. All of them. So many times. Right, right, right. (laughs) Give me your thoughts and ratings on this, brother. And, you know, I would love for this to be five out of five bucks popcorn. Yeah. But it is just like you said, it's out of its time. Yeah. If you didn't grow up watching these movies and appreciating them at the time, just because of the way the world changed, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to, I would imagine it'd be hard to watch it and enjoy the uh, the language, the misogyny. Yep. There you, is that, is that Oh, the Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 there. got it written down it's, it's here. It's there yep. a lot. <laughs> it's there. But I will give it a four out of five buckets of popcorn. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to enjoy, man. I watch it all the time. Watch the other ones. I, I like the second one the best. That's, that's, you know, okay, I agree with you there, yeah. right? And I was, I'm always trying to think as to, and I've been wondering this since this movie came out. Why the second? Why do I resonate with the second one so much more than these other two? Right? Because you like my people, man. I do love your people, man. I like my people. That's why I I, I laugh hard at those scenes. Man. I love I love your people, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. But like it, it's it's that man, and like I I did not grow up in the hood. Right. Right. So that kind of life is not. It doesn't. Like it's yeah. it was fun and it was interesting and it was it was hilarious at times and stuff, but I didn't connect with it as much we, as in that damn cul-de-sac. You know we definitely <laughs> grew up closer to that. Yeah, than we did the other ones. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Agree. Very fortunate. In that oh, way. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what, what you got? What's your ratings on this one? Yeah, man. So uh, this is my least favorite one out of the trilogy. Um, I think this was just a really quick cash grab of a movie. Yeah. Um, 
I do like that they centered it around Christmas. It's something just special, right? We've it. been doing this Christmas adjacent time uh, movies, right? And yeah, it's just there's something just magical, good or bad, yeah. good magic, bad magic, whatever, um, around Christmas time, man. And just right. to see people's ups and downs, right. and also like just going on that, um, just going on on that Shane Black theme of like. Christmas time in LA, yeah. where it's where it's not cold, there's no snow, right. you know, you just know it's Christmas because of the lights and people are talking about Christmas yeah. and stuff, man. It's the it's a really interesting time. Yeah. Um, I will say this, man. This movie, for what it did, for what it was at the time, um, after the rewatch, right? I was yeah. going it thinking it was gonna be. A rating, and I got to bump it down after watching right. it, right? So I was going into it thinking I was going to give this three buckets of popcorn. Right. Um, I got to give it two, though, man. Um, this does not hold up well oh, for me. Does not. Yeah, and that, like, that's the, the real... That's the... Like, next Friday... St- next Friday has its flaws, like these, yeah, like yeah. this movie... But it holds up a lot better than this one, man. Right. I think this was lazier writing. Yeah. Um, I think that once again it was just a cash grab and Ice Cube was just like, All right guys, we're gonna put this together, <laughs> but uh let's just go. Yeah. So not as good as the other ones, man. Oh, no. And I it kind of fell on its face. Still some great scenes for, and some great comedy bits. For me it was the characters. That's what I really enjoyed. Yeah. The, like I said, the, the continuation of the characters and them still being fun. Yes. And basically the same people. Yes. Like, um, not maturing at all. Yeah. Except yeah. for like Craig. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just, I mean? And you see Craig like a little bit maturing. Right. But everybody else still flatlined. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, I mean, as far as it holding up, like I said, I mean, I agree. It is not for a newer generation unless you you're into that. But you know how they just put like um, and I'm gonna probably say this wrong, but Uh-oh. they put Iron Man in like the National Registry of like one of the greatest films like of all time and stuff like that. Right, National Film Registry by the Library of Congress being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Okay. I did not know that was a thing. It just happened a couple days ago. Okay. Um, is, it, is it an article? So they just add movies. Okay. It's in the National so it's Film on, Registry. On go, ongoing thing. Yeah, I mean, like they just add movies all the time okay, that, are, that are that are like I this. Guess. Yeah, a bunch of films in the National Film Registry. So now, like the newest one is being Iron Man. Um, Friday after next will not be. National Film Registry. Is <laughs> <laughs> my point. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 100% there. Yeah, yeah, so, unfortunately not. <laughs> All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Friday After Next. Next week, we'll be discussing the 2005 neo-noir black comedy, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And that's streaming on Showtime. I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I'm Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.